Welcome to Show Me Something Wrong, where each episode one of us chooses a movie to watch that the other hasn't seen. The movie is often obscure, usually odd, and always wrong. I'm Dave. I'm Guy, and today I've chosen the movie, and it is. Are you ready for this, Dave? Oh God! Are you ready? Yeah. You're not ready for this. All right. <laughs> and it is okay. Night Evil Soul, mm-hmm. aka mm. Mao Yao. A.K.A. Mm-hmm. Cat Demon. Oh, I like that title. A.K.A. Walnyol's Grudge. Ooh. A.K.A. Walnyoyhan. Probably said that wrong. A.K.A. Grudge of the Moon Lady. A.K.A. <laughs> I'm going to butcher this one. It's probably honest. You, you're fucking old. You, something in Chinese. You, Niu Hen. Probably. Sounded good. I thought so. A.K.A. <laughs> Hatred of the Moon Girl, <laughs> a.k.a. Wolnyoi Uihan. Don't know where that's from. A.k.a. <laughs> Wait, what's it? Oh, here you go. A.k.a. Last one. Moon Girls Hate. Ooh. Yeah. That's my favorite of all the titles. From. Oh, God. <laughs> maybe 1980. Mm. By someone from somewhere. But we'll get into that. Cue the music. Yeah, I remember last uh, time at the end of the episode, you said <laughs> you had no idea where it was from, when it was from, and even from watching this on YouTube, mm. or wherever I, I watched it, every version of it had a different year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there were comments. I, I couldn't. I didn't do any research on the movie, as we don't do that, uh, when we're not the one that suggested the movie, but I couldn't help but notice some of the comments which seemed to be, like, suggesting it was from a variety of countries as well. Yeah. So I recommended this movie before I knew any of that. I was like, <laughs> I watched it, and I was like, well, this movie's kind of fun. Um, it'd be good for the body. And then after recommending it, did a bit of research, opened up a massive can of worms, where I thought, oh, my God, what the fuck have I done? <laughs> you had to delay the recording of this podcast by a week because you, you, you needed to do more research. <laughs> There's just so much going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is one hell of a mess of a movie. But first and foremost, uh, let's talk about the, the genre. Mm. So this film falls into the Bake Neko genre, mm. which you did a pretty good job of explaining uh, when we did our Turkish bathhouse episode. Mm. So if anyone hasn't heard that, to get a pretty good idea of what the Bakaneko genre is like, I recommend uh, listening to the Turkish Bathhouse episode where uh, Dave does a pretty good deep dive into that. But to sum up, basically, uh, a Bakaneko, or ghost cat, is a type of yokai from uh, traditional Japanese folklore, which, according to legend, a cat that laps the blood of a murder victim has the power to take on the person's grudge and hatred giving the animal the ability to seek revenge on those responsible for the crime. That's just fact, isn't it? That's real life. <laughs> Don't let a cat lap the blood of a murdered person. I know, right? <laughs> Standard thing we all know. We're all taught that when we're kids. But isn't that just the greatest subgenre ever? It's great. It's so specific. It's isn't so it? specific. <laughs> but um, apparently, back in Echo Tales were the most popular subject of horror films in Japan hmm. in the 60s. Yeah. And uh, by the 70s, there were over 60 Bakaneko titles mm. in Japan. Pretty crazy. 60 films about a cat. Yeah, yeah. 
taking on a murder victim's yeah. hatred and taking revenge. It's the greatest subgenre in the world. Um, so yeah, uh, back the back and echo genre, big from Japan. Um, however, this is not a Japanese film. Um, and there is no real definitive answer on where it came from or who made it. Right? <laughs> so before we actually get into the movie itself, let's get into the nitty gritty of where and, and why and who and how. Yeah. So... If it wasn't clear from uh, my intro where I said probably half a dozen, if not more, AKAs, um, this is another Asian genre title whose credits, title, even the year it was made, who was involved in it, is completely different depending on the source and which source you look at. Mm. So, according to the Hong Kong movie database. Mm. This is an entirely Taiwanese production, mm. which was originally uh, released as Mao Yao, which is Cat Demon, in 90, uh, 1980, mm. made by three different people. Okay. According to the Hong three, Kong... Three yeah, directors. There were three directors, okay. according to the Hong yeah. Kong movie database, for this apparently Taiwanese production. Mm. So let's get into the three men involved. Okay. So first we have Taiwanese director Shen En Chin. And his other credits include the one-armed swordsman. Oh, really? And one-armed chivalry fights against one-armed chivalry. <laughs> one-armed, wait, one-armed swordsman. That's a, that's a pretty well, wait, is that a ripoff of a well-known film or is that, I could, or is that I the well-known film? I could not tell you. I think you better check it out. I don't know. I'm going to look, at, look it up, while, look you it keep, up. while you keep going there. <laughs> okay. Well, you, know, you, you look it up because then I'm going to move on to the next guy. So let's get the let's get the Taiwanese man out of the way first. One what, what did you say his name was again? Sheng En Chin. Okay, because there's a movie called The One Armed Swordsman, which I've I've seen, and it's a great movie. Who's uh, the director? It has, listed, it has Jimmy Wang Yu in it. You know, old mate Jimmy Wang Yu. <laughs> old mate Jimmy Wang Yu. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's amazing. He's from The Man from Hong Kong, which of course is, he is a great movie. Um, but that's directed by Chang Che. Oh, who is a Shaw Brothers guy. Right. So probably different guy there, then. There's maybe another one-arm swordsman film? I don't know. <laughs> there's two one-arm swordsman films. Between the two films, there are two oh, arms. <laughs> wait, is there? Oh, God. I don't know. Let, let's not go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> okay. So that's the Taiwanese guy. Then the second man involved in this is a Hong Kong director. Mm. Hong Kong-based Man Bo To. And he has a few uh, Bruce Lee exploitation movies under his belt. Okay. Have you ever delved into the Bruce Lee exploitation uh, genre? I know of it, but I've not watched any. It's pretty fucking nuts. Yeah. So he's got a few of them. And a couple of uh, genre titles such as Magic Curse, Devil Sorcery, and Devil Curse. Which Ma- all sound pretty great. Magic Curse sounds familiar. I've not seen any of these other guys' films. And mm. they are not easy to obtain hmm. from what I've gathered Um so that's the Hong Kong guy. Now, the third man involved, a Korean director. Oh, God. So This co- is so confusing. <laughs> so Korean director In Seoul Kim, who was a very popular genre filmmaker at the time, uh, whose all of his other films are beautifully titled, such as Public Cemetery of Grudges. What a great title. I feel like I've seen that. Anyway, sorry, guys. <laughs> Cemetery of Beautiful Women. Another knockout title. And then finally, Evil Under the Moon, which sounds like a black metal album. (laughs) So you got these three men involved, right? Um, All with some other kind of minor titles under their belt. None of the three are particularly famous. 
however, in Korea, in Seo Kim, he was a relatively famous genre filmmaker at the time of release. Whenever that was. Mm. <laughs> so just to retract, these are the three directors, according to the Hong Kong movie database, where this is listed as a full Taiwanese production. Mm. Then let's hop over to IMDb. Mm. On IMDb, this film is listed twice. Once mm. as being from Taiwan, directed by Chuo Chi Leung, who is not the previous Taiwanese director I mentioned, is a completely different person. What? Oh my god. <laughs> and also uh, released in 1981. So one year later. That's according to IMDb. And then it is listed a second time. This on, time... On IMDb. Yes. Second time. And this time it is a South Korean production credited solely to Kim with a 1980 release year. Fuck. Let's hop over to Letterboxd. <laughs> Well, Letterboxd is the least trustworthy. <laughs> yeah. But this time as well, it is listed uh, two separate times. This time under different titles. And though it credits Night Evil Soul, which um, mm. is the, the, the title that we watched, uh, to the two directors, Chin and To, the Taiwanese and Hong Kongese uh, director, not the, the Korean guy is not involved in that. Mm. It is also listed, secondly under the title Grudge of the Moon, and this time it is listed solely to the Korean in Seoul Kim. Oh my god. I'm not finished. <laughs> <laughs> then we consult the Korean sources and learn that this is a South Korean production uh, directed solely by in Seoul Kim. So no matter where you go, everything is listed differently. Right. Different directors, um, different productions, different years. So it's like, who do we believe? I... <laughs> I, yeah, okay, look, there's not one we can believe, I'm sure, but, like, generally, the Hong Kong movie database is the most accurate I've found. Mm -hmm. I would not trust IMDb, and mm. I definitely would not trust Letterboxd, because that's just a bunch of dumbasses <laughs> putting up stuff on the movie database. Mm. Mm. Well, weighing all the available information, it would appear that the Korean sources are correct. Okay. And the reason I say that is because, one, Kim was one of the most famous genre directors at the time in the, uh, in Korea. So it would be weird if he would have been, like, falsely listed because mm. he's a relatively famous director. Um, secondly, all of the posters, so Taiwanese posters, Hong Kong posters, they all are derived from the Korean poster. Mm. So they all have the Korean font and stuff in there. So it seems like the Korean poster came first. And finally, uh, according to... This is the one the one instance where all of the records match. According to the Korean, Hong Kong, and Taiwanese sources, this film made its uh, big screen debut in the Hollywood theater in Seoul, South Korea in 1980. Mm -hmm. So it would appear that this is a South Korean film. Could it just be that all of them are true in their own way? Like, cause it, could it be like a co-production and with different people involved or are there different versions where different directors shot different parts, perhaps? It, well, that's a good point because the current, currently the only available print is the Mandarin dubbed Hong Kong Taiwanese home video release, which is the mm. one we saw together. And that uses the title card Mao Yao, which is the Demon Cat title. Mm. And underneath it's um, written in English, Night Evil Soul. And this cut credits the direction to the Taiwanese and Hong Kong directors. Hmm. This cut. This is the only <laughs> cut available. And the Korean home video release seems to have been lost forever. 
we don't know. What a mess. So summing up all of this before we get to the actual movie, this was released first in 1980 in South Korea under its Korean title with Kim as the sole director. Then... This is also quite funny, actually. Sorry, I'm just throwing loads of facts at you. <laughs> then the um, the letterbox lists all of the cast as Korean, mm. right? If we go to the uh, the Chinese databases and um, the Chinese letterbox page, all of the cast are listed as the Chinese <laughs> Chinese oh, cast hell. members. However, what's even weirder and a little bit kind of fishy is that all of the uh, Chinese-listed cast members don't have any other titles to their names. Mm. And the ones that do have other titles in their names and are relatively known don't actually appear in the movie, right. apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's likely they were made up. And it's kind of like, uh, no, we, we don't know, really. Fucking hell, what a mess. So, so while there's nothing concrete, what we can kind of guess or assume what seems to be the people's kind of... um assumptions based on this is that this was a Korean production directed solely by Kim and the thoughts as to where the Taiwanese and Hong Kong directors involvement came in is one of two options Mm. either they just put their own names on the title for their own like uh, release in their home countries Mm. or they directed the Mandarin dub actors and then took a director credit for that but we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so basically, yeah, this appears to be a South Korean production. However, it was shot in Taiwan. Oh, fucking hell, <laughs> just threw that little tidbit in. So now you yeah. know why I need an extra week fucking for all hell. of this. Well done on uh, unpacking all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, all of that for this obscure fucking film as well. Oh there, there's a total on, on, on Letterboxd, I think 20 people have logged yeah, yeah. in <laughs> under the Chinese title and then 10 on the Korean yeah. title. So this is not probably worth all the time and effort I put into this. No, well um, done. Wow. Yeah. We can probably wrap up the pod there, I think. Thanks for listening. So what's next? <laughs> Oh, man, Jesus. I'm exhausted. I'm going to have a sip of my water. (sighs) Now, before we get into the film, it is definitely worth noting a few things about the version we saw and the film itself. Okay. (laughs) So, this is the only available cut, and it looks like absolute dog shit. Oh, yeah. Fucking dog shit. (laughs) Almost unwatchable. Almost unwatchable. I would say worse than the... Way back when we watched Nay Means Yes, mm. the Sato film, I think this print is even worse yes. than that. <laughs> and how would you describe the subtitles in this? Uh, well, the subtitles are kind of... I've, I've seen it before, right, when it's like a widescreen film that's been turned into 4.3 mm. and the subtitles are just hacked off at the sides. <laughs> so you kind of have to like infer mm. like what comes before and after on the sides there. Mm. Very difficult to understand. Not only that... But the fucking subtitles are rapid fire. Like, they just blast out. There's a bit in this film, which we'll get to, where they're explaining really important stuff. And it's so quick. Mm. And half of it's not on the screen. So, awful, awful, awful. We get about, probably about 60, 65% of the subtitles. The rest are completely locked off. We have to guess what's being said. So, that's the kind of the quality of the film Mm. that we're, we're talking about today. And in terms of the film's uh, style and themes... It's worth noting that this is a period piece. Hmm. So this is set in somewhere. Somewhere. Korea. 
Taiwan. Who bloody knows? Who knows? <laughs> In a very old village. Yeah. Village. Um, so everyone's wearing the old traditional clothes. Everyone has old traditional names. Mm. Um, it's very difficult to oh, decipher names. who is who. But I have yeah. made a note in that, but we'll get to that. Um, this film oh, is mm. so hard to decipher who is who that I actually had to watch it three fucking times. Oh, good on you. So the, the first time, well, maybe two and a half. So mm. I watched it one once and I got about halfway through and I'm like, I literally don't know what the fuck fuck is going on in this film <laughs> and i went back and re-watched yes. it and realized that i thought a certain scene was a flashback that wasn't right. and i thought two characters were the same character and it completely fucks fucked the whole story up so mm. then i had yeah fuck i, I, I think exactly the same thing the, the print and the subtitles mm. and just all of that just made it so confusing yes <laughs> so yeah i did the same thing i i thought two people were the same person yeah, pro- we probably um, made probably the same, the same yeah <laughs> Not saying they all look alike, don't you? <laughs> no, it's the print. It's the print. And also, I mean, we'll get to it, but it it, it has certain, like, cinematic tropes mm. that are used in a way that they normally wouldn't be used. So, mm. for example, you'll get a cross dissolve, which usually would imply, like, a flashback, but it's not a flashback right. in this film. Oh, my God. So freaking confusing. Yep. So, before we get into the actual film, I'm going to establish the main characters. Because they're- as I said, this is a, this is a period piece. They're using old names, and at least for me, there are no like gender defining names in this film. Yeah. Like I probably just down to my own ignorance. I don't know old term mm. Chinese or Taiwanese or Korean names yeah. to be able, enough to decipher who's a male and who is female. Mm-hmm. So let's go into the main characters. First of all, we have Mei Yu Wang. We'll call mm. her May. Okay, May. That's easy. She is the spoilt daughter of the richest man in the village. Mm. This is great that you're doing this, by the way, because it's really helping me understand things as well. <laughs> All right, that's May. That's her role. Okay, that's May. May. Next, we have Chi... I oh, fucking... How do you pronounce this? Chi... Chi... Like, it's H-S-I-U-N-G. Xiong. Hmm. We'll call him Chi. Do you want me to Google it? If you like. How do you pronounce Xiong? All right. All right. Give it to me. How do we pronounce his name? Okay. I found a YouTube video of it. So this is how it claims that it's pronounced. Xiong. I can't even recreate that. It's too hard. Anyway, we'll call him Chi. 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 So Chi Xiong, aka Chi, he is the uh, male love interest in this film. The hunk. The, the hunk. Film. The handsome Chi, the fella. And then we have, oh, fucking here we go. Hugh, I'm going to say is how you say her name, who is his soon to be bride. Mm. Okay, Hugh. Hugh. So let's, so we've got me, spoiled mm. rich girl, yep. Chi, hunk uh, of the village. Yep. And then, <laughs> hunk of the village. <laughs> and then Hugh. Hugh. Who is, is soon to be bride. Soon to be bride. Yeah, okay. and it's yeah. A, it's kind of a love triangle type yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. So now that we've established the main characters, let's get into the fucking film. Good. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> my, I, I already told you this before you recorded, my notes are a mess because I wrote these at 2 a.m. last night. 
after a few beers and <laughs> and I was watching the film in triple speed <laughs> while I was taking the notes for the third time watching it. <sighs> okay. And this first scene, I watched this film three times. I don't know what this this opening scene has to do with anything, mm. but we've got a man. I don't know who it is. I don't think it's Chi, is it? It's not No, Qi. no, no. It's just it's, a random dude. It's just a random man walking through a kind of snowy wooded mm. area covered in blood mm. he's got scratches on his face very loud footsteps in the snow <laughs> that was the main thing i noticed <laughs> and then this woman in white with these kind of long horrible cat claws mm-hmm. starts attacking him and they're about to have their big fight he's got his sword out and then we have a cat meow yeah. that interrupts the proceedings this is going to be the first of about a thousand cat meows that are all, <laughs> all the, the same. same. <laughs> and so we get this, this cat meow and then we get a cat superimposed mm. over the, the footage and bang into the title sequence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that is a very odd yeah. opening scene. Which I, I can't tell you how that connects to anything. No, is it a flash forward? Is I it just know. a it's randomly placed? It doesn't connect to anything. I don't know who that character is. Oh, I don't know. No. I was hoping rewatching it, I could. Uh, I was like, oh, maybe that's the last scene of the film, and we're seeing it at the start. But I don't think it is. No, it's it's not. Let's just forget. Let's just forget so the let's opening. Let's not worry about that. The pre-title scene, but banging music. Yeah, very which cool is music. Throughout the whole film, the music is absolutely incredible. That's one of the... Yeah, that is one of the best things mm. about this film. So, in post-title sequence, there's a sick girl in bed. Mm. May, spoiled girl of the village. Mm. Uh, and there are people surrounding her, discussing discussing her condition. Apparently, she will die soon. Yeah, because she's... Lovesick! Oh. And who's she lovesick for? Hunk of the village. She... <laughs> <laughs> so she's fucking like in bed like oh I can't go on apparently the she... doctor said she's gonna die soon yeah <laughs> she's gonna die from being in love <laughs> that's it she loves hunk of the village chi but she can't have him mm. because he's soon to be married with the beautiful Hugh, Hugh. <laughs> the beautiful Hugh the beautiful Hugh so we cut to the that, can I just pause oh yeah this is where I got fucking confused <laughs> because she's like talking about Chi and she's like, oh, I love Chi, 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 and then it does like a fade, but mm. it's one of those like oh, you know, right, those, yeah. those kind of fades. And I'm like, oh, this is a flashback. Yeah, and I thought that Hugh was May because we flash back to uh, a different woman, yeah. Hugh, helping Chi climb up the mountain. But because of that fucking cross fade, I'm mm. like, oh, and because the print's so bad, mm. and we've only just very briefly met May. I was like, oh, that's, I guess that's her. Yeah. And maybe Chi's died and that's why she's lovesick. So yeah. I, because we can't tell what the fuck's going on from the, from the, uh, the subtitles. So that's why I had to go and rewatch half the film again. Cause right. I was so fucking confused <laughs> as to what was going on. It is not friendly. <sighs> it is not a friendly, uh, film. <laughs> not a friendly film. <laughs> because I thought the exact, I thought exact same thing. Yeah, the same I, friend, I thought yeah, like yeah. we flash back to her and her past lover, yeah, yeah. who then I don't know he left her or whatever, exactly. and she's now thought. like mourning or whatever. Oh, so but confusing. no, no. So he he's he's up, you know, having a having a play on a rock, lovey dovey, dancing around the fields. Mm. They hop on their horses, <laughs> have a little gallop, <laughs> and they approach a lake. 
The Pond of the Black Cat. Oh, the Pond of the Black Cat. The horses get a little spooked. The the legs start spewing forth fog. Smoke comes out, and then we get the sound of cat cries. Mm. The lake is meowing. Yeah. And it is the same, same fucking meow. meow. Over and over and over again. And hey, if you like cat meows, don't worry, because you're going to hear a fuck ton of them in this movie from start to finish. Sometimes... <laughs> Out of like they just appear out of nowhere. <laughs> they'll just be in the middle of the scene. They'll just be like, "Oh, we haven't done one of those in a while." Yeah. Hit the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> so the the cat meows freak the horses. They they fling the two off and run away. And then a storm rolls in, and Hugh can start to feel a presence of something pulling her into the lake. Mm-mm. But she's like, "Don't be silly. Let's go." And they run for shelter. There's mad wind and rain. Everything's there's a bloody gale blowing. Yeah. Um, leaves flying around. <laughs> and they they take shelter in an abandoned shack with a leaky roof, run by a, a sinister old man. Yeah, he was quite sinister. Yeah, he was. But he's not a villain. He's like in a way kind of the hero yeah. another hero of the film but he's he is quite it's like who is this guy yeah has he lured them in here that was the kind of vibe i got yeah the first time i watched it. <laughs> uh, each time he just keeps getting you know now, like, oh, now he's the hero now he's my favorite character it also doesn't help that he appears to be cooking a cat he does cook a cat yeah which i didn't realize until the second time yeah. i watched this i i was like what is that he's got on a on a stick he mm. seems to have a skewered like hairless cat. Yeah. That's quite grim. Yeah, he invites them in to warm themselves by the fire and and he has a, a, a shish kebabed cat. Mm. And it's so like non-apparent <laughs> yes. that I almost didn't realise yeah. it. And like I I don't know if they if they made they didn't make a point of it being no. a cat. He's but, just like, yeah, I got this on a stick. It's yeah. just a, it's a, just a background detail. <laughs> <laughs> just got this on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, I don't know, 1980s China or Taiwan, was that was that a thing? Well, I tell you what, with this film, we'll get to it soon. I've got massive fucking problems. I actually oh, yeah. fucking hated this film. I've got big <laughs> problems with this film. And it wouldn't surprise me if that was just a real dead cat. That oh, I'm sure it was, yeah. yeah. I, I is, have no doubt that yeah. it, this is <laughs> a mm, real cat. It's awful, yeah. Mm. So that's his dinner. Although, it, it, there's never a point of it. Like, he never eats it as well. He's just got it on the stick. He's got it on the waving it around. <laughs> Yeah, and then the old man sets them down by the fire and begins to tell them the entire history of the pond. Yeah. Which is where we get our backstory. Yeah, we flash back a hundred years. A hundred years. And this is actually a flashback at this point. This mm. is him telling the story. And this is where it is just... it It is... All this stuff is quite important information, mm. but it's told so quickly with these <laughs> awful subtitles. Basically, from what I could understand on the three viewings I had of this... <laughs> Uh, I can tell you're loving it so yeah. <laughs> A female shaman mm. uh, with a black cat used to live in this place a hundred years ago, and she attracted the youths of mm. the village, not like children, like young men. Don't don't. It's not that creepy. Uh, <laughs> to make love with her, mm. and then killed them after she shagged them. Yeah. Sent set her cat off to to kill them. Basically, <laughs> yeah. So we sort of see this witch. Woman, I guess you would you would call her. Yeah, dancing about, doing some kind of ritual mm. with all these like guys, just be like, "Oh, this is great! <laughs> Can you believe this?" 
And I love, I did love in this bit where she's like dancing around and all these horny guys are watching her. And then the camera yeah. like pans off to just this cat, yeah. black cat watching it. Just like, oh, this is all right. He's, he's got his tongue out. He's yeah. like, yeah. he's just watching these people dance. He's yeah. kind of into it as well. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah. So she, she's kind of seduced all the men of the village. And uh, we get there kind of like a one by one, mm. her luring them Sh- shag in. Shag and kill. Yeah. Setting. <laughs> yeah. So the first guy that she's she's shagging, it goes like this, the footage goes all red, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. The cat's watching. And again, just that meowing is yeah. blasting over the top. <laughs> he leaves, very happy, big smile on his face. <laughs> And then the uh, the cat follows him, right? No, he's like up in the tree. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's watching from the tree. Yeah. And he just fucking flies towards him. Mm, he flies mm. towards him, lands on the guy's neck, like rips out his neck or something. The man's like rolling around on the floor, holding his neck. The cat's scream meowing. And then it like flies back up into the yeah, tree. The, the footage is like reversed. Yeah. Right? <laughs> There's a lot of reverse footage going yeah. on. Reverse camera shenanigans. It's great. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> And then, yeah, the next morning, the the village is in a panic. Mm. And the wife of the man who just got murdered Mm. uh, is screaming. Yeah. And did you catch his name? No, what was it? I didn't catch it. (laughs) So this is is so irrelevant. I just found it really (laughs) funny. So his name is Chimpao. And... In Japanese, that's very similar to the word for penis. Right. So, so she just kept screaming, Jimbo, Jimbo. And all, all in my head, all I could hear penis. was her sorry, penis. <laughs> <laughs> like this crying woman shouting out penis. <laughs> um, so, that's it. So, all, all the um, the men that have hooked up with the shaman, these are all married men. Mm. But yeah, so she's, seduced, she's seducing all the married men one by one. And we get another scene directly after this time with a very heavy blue filter. Mm. Like, everything is drowned out in blue. And we get this layered shot of their sex with the cat's face. Like, really intense, yeah. like, close up, like, watching them. And then he kind of, like, again, goes in for the kill. And it reminded me that that, like, vision. I think the blue and the reds, that distorted, heavily filtered vision reminded me of the Turkish bathhouse stuff. Yeah, that was We very- had the Kuro vision in there as yeah, well, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that coloured or distorted? Was it, it black and white or something? It was... I mean, that was a very colourful film. But yeah, mm. it is like distorted kind of wide angle sort of shot mm. as he's watching. Also, so this like red and blue is like meant to be kind of the cat vision. I think, think so. Mm. It's everything is completely drowned mm. out in red or blue. Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of any other reason as to why everything would suddenly <laughs> turn completely blue. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the kind of the second kill. And now... The women in the village are mad. Yeah. They're, and they're pissed off that their <laughs> their cheating husbands have been murdered by a cat and a witch. And a witch. Yeah. So they're like rallying up the town, like, come on, let's kill that kill that witch. Mm. And all of the villagers burst into her house, uh, pull her out, and uh one guy is like left behind mm. to to kill the cat, right? Mm. And yeah, the witch woman's walking through the town and they're stoning her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty intense. They're stoning her and then, uh, yeah, tie, like put a noose on a tree yeah. and start hanging her. Mm. Mm. Pretty grim stuff. It is. Did you hear what one of the ladies said? 
No. Her, uh, it's just the way it was subtitled I found quite funny. Mm-hmm. It said, make her dead. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't kill her. It was make, make her, her dead. dead. <laughs> I'm going to start using that. Yeah. <laughs> make her dead. Um, and one of the dude, yeah, like kills the cat with his mm. sword, which he's very proud of. Yeah. Like he comes back and the guy's like, did you kill the cat? He goes, yes, with my sword. <laughs> like, he's really proud about that. <laughs> nice job, mate. You killed a cat. Yeah. Well done. But before they hang her, mm. the shaman gives a word of warning. Mm. And she says that they shouldn't touch her or they're going to regret it. Mm. But they're not listening. They hang her from the tree. Once she's dead, they cut the rope and she lands in her grave, which they proceed to cover with rocks. Mm. And that's the end of the sexy witch. Or is it? (laughs) Cue the meows. (laughs) So then at night... Mm. The cat that was apparently killed, I mm. guess. I guess that's that's who the cat is, unless it's yeah. another cat. Uh, comes to the the grave yeah. site, right? Oh, it's a real like psychedelic sequence. Yeah, yeah, it's great all, music. I yeah. just want to play the entire soundtrack of this movie <laughs> over this podcast yeah. episode. It's so good. Yeah, all the the cat sort of approaches the grave, and all the stones that were put on fly off. Yeah, in kind of cheesy backwards reversed when he <laughs> meows them away oh it's my like, god yeah the cat screams are just relentless in this it's just like meow, 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 meow. it's non-stop <laughs> oh boy and then the the grave cracks open mm. and yeah she comes back to life yeah and yeah thunder is uh you know, thundering all around that as, as she she uh, comes up, and she she says that she she's going to get revenge, and she's empowering. This is what the subtitle says: yeah. she's empowering the cat yes. to to seek revenge for her. Yeah. yeah. And, so, and then she blasts the cat with her powers, which is the old cheeky fog machine up the sleeve trick. Mm. Just get her like <laughs> blowing all this fog into the cat's face. He doesn't know what's going on. Mm. Um, the whole time, this like like. Like sci-fi esque mm. music playing, really cool. And then we get the most ridiculous scene ever, mm. which I think before we talk about the like how this scene would have been achieved, I think that's 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 another discussion. Let's talk about the scene itself and how effective it is uh, for the movie. So the scene is established by cats just flying back and forth. Mm. Like I think the camera's like pointing up into the sky. You just mm. get these shots of cats zooming over the top of the um, the camera, and there's like two dozen cats. Also, yeah. there's there's loads of them all just hanging out, all very like scruffy looking stray cats. Mm. Yeah, that just appear in the town and go on a mass attack on the village. Mm. And they're flying at them, gouging at their necks, bloods running. The kitties are meowing. Yeah. <laughs> every time, like, one of the cats gets, like, thrown off, another, like, two just come flying at these people. Mm. <laughs> Somehow, the cats jump through the paper screens, mm. uh, like they have in the windows and doors. And, again, lots of, like, reverse shots of... Cats landing mm-hmm. of them just like flying up into the air, mm. uh, making it look like they're like pouncing off into the sky, and just these 
really, really intense close-up shots of just cats screaming mm. at the camera and attacking people. And as a scene, like narratively, it's very effective mm. and a very intense scene and a great one thematically. Mm. But logistically, mm. if we think how this scene was achieved, it's it becomes less enjoyable. Yeah, that's why I did not enjoy this film. I know. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I came to realise... I think it actually gets worse later in the film. But this scene with the cats, like, getting flung around, uh. it's quite fucked. Like, mm. they are, like... That you can see their bodies like flipping around yeah, in the yeah. air as they're getting thrown, and it's not only that, but like the as you said, the close-ups of their faces. Mm. That to me was the worst thing because they look like really distressed, right? And yeah, I just don't know what the fuck they were doing to those cats to to achieve those shots. They look really like yeah, tortured mm. basically. And I I came to realize something because we've we've done a film that has animal stuff like um. Was it Red Spell Spells yeah, yeah, yeah. Red? That film absolutely fucked all mm. the animal stuff. Yet somehow this was worse for me. Right. And I think it's because in Red Spell Spells Red and stuff like that, like the animals are getting killed and that's horrible. Mm. But it's just it's very quick. Right. And then and that's it. Mm. Whereas this felt like watching like living things getting tortured right. tormented yeah, yeah, and yeah. i think the cruelty of that made me feel really sick mm. watching this scene and then even worse towards the end of the film something mm. else so that it just left honestly after the scene i was quite enjoying this film and mm. then from this scene on it left such a bad taste in my mouth yeah that i couldn't enjoy much else in it i 100 percent agree with you there it's yeah i think like i said like visually mm. uh, in terms of the, the story it looks great and mm. like it's they achieved what they wanted to achieve mm. you know as for the story but if you think about how they achieved that it's like ah this is probably a lot of animal cruelty going on behind mm. the behind the lenses here yeah some of the way the, the the angles that they were kind of just like flying around it seems like it's literally people were just lobbing cats mm. from off the camera onto the onto the screen yeah and i think i mean we've even seen that before in haunted turkish bathhouse the cat is getting flung about but this feels much worse it's this seemed more like kind of like Violent. aggressive i yeah. think the velocity that they were kind yeah, of like yeah, yeah. flying like around and fl- flipping and stuff mm. yeah with like turkish bathhouse like kuro he was kind of it was just like he was kind of picked up in the kind of, yeah I don't gentle know, the, gen- gently like lobbed away yeah. like and, and you could see his body's like stretched out as like a cat jumping yeah, yeah. right whereas this they're like kind of flinging about yeah and like, yeah. yeah it's quite awful mm. by the way also not saying in Red Spell Spells Red, that it's fine that they killed all those animals. That wasn't the point I was trying to make with that. Didn't want to make it sound like that, but it's just more the extended, mm. yeah, kind of cruelty of this made me feel very, very sick. Yeah. 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 But, then- but as you said, though, like, you know, there's a lot of things, like, stylistically in the way this film's cut together mm. that's really impressive. Mm. So it is, it, it is a shame that it's, mm. you know, got this awful aspect to it that's it I, I was i was i was loving it i was like this is great this is great and i was like oh wait no it's not because i know mm. how they're making these shots but yeah it's as a scene it's great, it's great. Mm. <laughs> but the cats land on their feet 
these ones did not look like they would have landed uh, on their feet. That's their whole thing. They land on their feet. Also, the scene also <laughs> looked like there was a lot of uh, moments where the cats, they were like dead looking cats as well. Ooh. Yeah, there's like bits where they flung about and I'm like, that uh, I did not notice right. that. And really? even, even bits where like um, the village is like grabbing onto them and you can like physically see them like, you know, really rolling about with these mm. cats and then flinging them off them and... Ugh. Yeah, it was it was really grim. So I was wondering, grim. would they have had like you know like a, a you know puppets or something for those kind of rolling around scenes? I did not see any puppets in there because I mean the print, as we said, is so it's shit. hard to tell. But I uh, I just felt like also the time that it was made. That's it, and and where it was and made. where it was made. <laughs> honestly, like I think they just would not have given a flying fuck about mm. you know flying, flying cat. Yeah. <laughs> about a flying cat. Yeah, mm. yeah. that's a shame. Well, let's just end the episode there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so maybe don't watch this if you like cats. Yeah, I think it, it should come with a strong mm. warning. Mm. Mm. So next day, the there's the aftermath of dead bodies or mutilated by cats. There's a random little baby sitting alone next, next to, to a corpse. Dead yeah. parents. And a man with an umbrella on his head comes strolling along. And apparently... Uh, he must be the wise man. He's the wise man <laughs> of the village because he's got a big old lampshade hat. And I think bigger the lampshade, the wiser you are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's why I wear that massive lampshade when I go out, out and about. <laughs> <laughs> so he knows what's happening. He knows exactly what's happened somehow because yeah. he's a wise man with a big lampshade. Yeah. And he says they've got to dig up the corpse of the witch and they've got to burn it. Mm. And they've got to... Um, and that will kind of uh, break the curse. Why didn't they do that in the first place? The fucking idiots. Was he there when they were hanging it? No, oh, he was in the umbrella shop. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest umbrella you've got, sir. <laughs> so they dig up the corpse, um, burn it. To a skeleton. To a skeleton. Mm. Yeah, pretty quickly. And then they um, scatter the ashes into the pond. I didn't even catch that. Okay, three times I didn't catch that in all, all three times. Yeah, so they burn it into like, so it's literally just bones, and then I guess they ground it up, and mm. then they scatter the ashes into the pond or throw it away, Stupid and that idea. is where the the curse of the black cat pond comes into play, I mm. think because of that. And then we cut back to current times. So the old man telling them the story. Current times being the olden times. <laughs> Oh yeah, so it's less just, less old times. Less old times. <laughs> <laughs> but the young couple, they don't believe it. They're like, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, whatever, yeah. old man. Even though they heard that cat meow. Yeah. And she felt something drag her into the river. Mm. And the horses river. were fucking panicked about that. Yeah. Should always trust when a horse is spooked. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> horses don't get spooked for no reason. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what they say about horses. <laughs> So what happens next? Where are we? <laughs> For more horse content, uh, head back to Nay Means Yes. Give that a listen. Oh, For Jesus. all the horse lovers out there. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. The old man also says in this bit that he's waiting for a duel with the black cat. Oh, did he say that? Yeah, yeah. He's like, I've just been waiting for a duel with this black cat. <laughs> I've been waiting for a duel. <laughs> Which is a nice little, uh, you know, little, you know, preview of, of what we're going to see oh, yeah. later on. So the next sequence of scenes is a little bit of a shambles. Oh, fuck, mate. This made... There's so, two characters in this. I don't know what their point was at all. So if you don't mind, I'm going to speed run through this okay. point because 
it, it took me so long to figure out what was going on and none of it is that exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, the lovesick girl, May. May, suddenly wakes up and she's like, she has to get her man back, even if it kills her. There's some real like hammy acting going on. She's like, ugh, fucking idiot. Um, our lovebirds, Chi and Hui. <laughs> Hugh. Hugh. Let's just go with Hugh. Hugh. That's easier to say. <laughs> the way you said it, though, <laughs> it looked like your soul left your body as you said that. I think I stepped on a crack. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're all lovey-dovey, all smiles and giggles, uh, like lovely glances back and forth. Mm. Very lovely. But they don't realize forces are conspiring against them. The mm. spoilt daughter, May, daughter of the wealthiest man in the village, she's lovesick. Did I already say that? Yeah, no, no, it's just, I love the way you're concentrating so hard to explain this. I'm sorry. <laughs> she she refuses to get out of bed until she can have him back. Mm. So her dad, Mr. Richman, he pays some local goons to go after Hugh, mm. the soon-to-be bride. And Hugh and her dad go to flee the village mm. without telling her beloved Chi, hunk of the village. Can I add... You can. One of the goons Hmm. is fucking horrendous. He has like I I don't know if it's makeup. I feel bad if it's not makeup. He's got this massive wart (laughs) on his face that even in this terrible print, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, what is that? Is is massive. And he's such an upsetting character. He's like this rapey fucking wart faced goon. Oh my god, he's awful. Yeah. (laughs) Oh anyway. So the so Hugh and Hugh's dad yes are escaping the village. That's right. And Chi he doesn't know that they've gone. So he's running around like a madman trying to find her. Mm. Um, but now that Hugh is out of the picture, Chi hunk of the village is available for the spoiled brat May. Mm. Now, unfortunately for our mate you Hugh or oh, Hugh. The, the goons catch up to her and her father. The dad gets slashed to death with a big old mm. sword. By the hideous, rapey, wart-faced wart-man. goon. Yep. Wart-man. <laughs> Let's call him Wart-man. That's wart-man. great. Wart-man. And chase ensues. Mm. And enter the river frolicking scene. <laughs> this is not frolicking. Oh, he's doing a little <laughs> splash. <laughs> They're having a splash. Rolling around. If you want to hear a uh, little splash. If you want to hear Guy's thoughts on the definition of frolicking, listen to the red spell spells from One guy even does a dive in this. He even <laughs> does a dive. You cannot say this, this is a frolicking. Basically, so, Hugh is running for her life yeah, that's it. through the river. <laughs> through a river. While, while Wartman and the other goons chase her down mm-hmm. and basically just yeah they, they rape and kill her rape and kill kill her and then throw her body mm. into the river right into the black cat lake is that what it was that's what it was oh okay all right so they kill her in the river and then throw it into the pond. That's the one. Okay, okay, yeah. all right, okay, gotcha. For some reason. And although we don't really see the rape or the kill, it's more implied than than on screen. But yeah, you got you got five dudes all kind of yeah. Mm. Hold her down while she's having a little frolic and um <laughs> not having a frolic. And uh, do the deed. She's dead. And then throw her into the lake. Not 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 just a lake, the lake. 
the curse lake of the, the, the black cat. Why is it so? I don't know why I'm finding this so funny. Just the like, the like intensity in which you're telling it is so funny. Oh, oh, I, the father I... of uh, me, the spoiled yeah. girl, he's fucking stoked about this. <laughs> what a what a cunt of a man! Like yeah. he's he's murdered two people just so his daughter can get out of bed. Basically, he's the richest man in the village. He can do what he wants. Yeah. But yeah, he's very happy about the outcome of this. Mm. But Chi is not happy. Oh, poor Chi. Yeah, he is. Because he doesn't know that Hugh has been murdered. Yeah. And he just thinks that she's randomly left him. Mm. So he's drinking like crazy with his with his mate, who's also a hunk. Oh, there's plenty of hunks second, in this Second village. hunk of yeah. the village. <laughs> Christ, take me back to yeah. whatever year this was. <laughs> Yeah, you got Chi, you got Chi's mate, you got Wartman, oh, so God, many hunks, all the old men, the old dads. <laughs> the old dads. <laughs> the daddies. <laughs> the daddies <laughs> of the village. The daddies. But yeah, Chi, Chi's mate, so they're, they're drinking, or well, mainly Chi's drinking, and his mate is like, get over it, get yeah. over Hugh, marry me, marry the rich girl. That's it, and that's exactly what he fucking does. Yeah. We cut almost immediately to the wedding ceremony. Yeah. Just straight away. He's, he was he was drowning his sorrows one minute, and the next minute he's getting married to the next girl. Mm. I mean, even though she's a bit of a brat, yeah. she's she's pretty hot, so you can you can understand why. And and rich. And rich. Yeah. I mean, what more do you want? That's enough. But she's no Hugh. She's no Hugh. Oh, that's for we sure. like Hugh, but she's she's dead. So whatever. We we also like after this, so they they get married, mm. and we get this fucking just. Dumb scene. You probably know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Where Wartman is like... Okay, so Wartman's got this woman that he's into. Mm. And all this crap is totally irrelevant oh, yeah. to the story. But anyway, Wartman's really into this other woman in the village with, like, very fake freckles dotted on her face. Oh, I didn't notice yeah, that. I, I don't know why. I was just like, why? Well, that was a weird makeup choice there. Mm. But the freckle woman is watching through a hole in the wall, mm. watching the newly married couple. Yeah, like a, it's like a ceremony? or Yeah, like some ceremony of them. And meanwhile, Wartman is behind her, feeling up her ass. Yeah. But then she... But he's like closing he's his like eyes. He's like in total ecstasy. Yeah, he's loving ecstasy, it. touching her butt. And then she is like, ah, oh, this sucks, and grabs a bowl, <laughs> a wooden bowl, and puts it over her butt. And he just continues to, like, touch the bowl, thinking yeah. it's her butt. But that is just... Totally it's so irrelevant. irrelevant. It's, it's like some dumb comic relief scene, which is so pointless and not even funny. Yeah, I mean, I feel like when I described it, it does sound pretty funny, though. But it isn't funny. In the moment, I was just like, what the fuck is yeah. this crap? It's so out of nowhere. Yeah. You're like, oh, suddenly we're watching a guy fondle a bowl. And yeah. are we supposed to laugh? <sighs> yeah. I was slapping my knees with laughter. You're <laughs> fondling all the bowls. Just while watching the scene. Yeah, trying to grab me a bowl. I'm getting involved in this. That'd be quite a funny <laughs> fetish to have. Like, you're just into feeling up bowls. God, you couldn't go to a restaurant, could oh, you? God. Can you imagine? Yeah, ramen. Couldn't, could never have ramen. Can you imagine the, the salad bowl gets passed around. Or you yeah, just oh, God. cream your pants right there. And then. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. Who has a bowl fetish? It must exist. Oh, 
If you have a bowl fetish, please send us a message. Yeah, show me something wrong at gmail.com. S- send us a picture of your favourite bowl. <laughs> show me your bowl. <laughs> oh, dear. So, hang on. Let's get back into it. Bloody bowls. So, <laughs> so they do the ceremony, but the lake is bubbling away. Mm. Smoke's pluming out and the the witch arises from the lake and we get this awesome kind of point of view shot of her entering the house Mm. and meanwhile the newlyweds are about to consummate their marriage right Mm. and then we we kind of cut back and forth between the newlyweds and wart man (laughs) and the wart man stuff is completely irrelevant he's He's trying to hook up with that freckle woman, woman. Fre- freckle woman. That's kind of trying to fuck freckle woman, but it's meaningless. It's completely meaningless. I think he drugs her somehow because she goes. She seems to fall unconscious after he kisses her. I thought she was so wooed by his his wart. His, <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It's it's irrelevant. Forget about what man. He's done. Forget about him. Uh, although he does come back later. Anyway, so <laughs> so Chi Hunky Chi is um is on top of the new bride mm. about to do the deed and out of nowhere mm. a pair of hands kind of reach through the floors like mm. protrudes through the floorboards grabs may by the head and pulls her down mm. under the floor just mm. by her head <laughs> From her like shoulder, her shoulders, uh, body, torso is still on the ground floor, mm. and just her head is kind of yeah hanging Under upside down. Yeah, it's a great shot. It's the best part of the whole film, mm-hmm. and not just any hands as well, right? They're cl- the clawed cat yeah. hands. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. So the shaman is kind of under the floor somehow, strangling her from be- from below. She is trying to pull her up. And the the shaman now kind of cat-like reveals her pair of fangs, mm. which she sinks into the neck of uh, May. And again, it's all like beautifully lit, very blue. Mm. The the back and neck or makeup is, is probably the first time we really see it mm. up in close. And it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good. It's a yeah. great design, actually. Mm. Definitely better than Haunted Turkish Bathhouse. Yes. The glamour, the glamour cat. It's less glam, <laughs> glam isn't cat. it? I guess this is more traditional mm. back and neck style. She yeah. looks awesome. Um, so anyway, she she bites her, kills her. She pulls up her lifeless body back up through the floor. And now somehow the shaman is on the other side of the paper screen. Mm. And we get the classic back and neck silhouette shot. Through mm. the uh, through the screen of her, like showing her claws and meowing, I'm sure. Meowing, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of fucking meowing. <laughs> there's a lot of meows. I stopped writing notes about meows after a while because it's relentless. <laughs> <laughs> so after the ghost cat demon shaman <laughs> woman has killed May, mm. uh, she she heads outside and she chases after her, mm. and they have. Not quite a fight, right? Not yet, but a few sword swings mm. and whatnot. And was I seeing things? Or is there a shot? Because the print's so bad, it's mm. hard to tell. But is there a shot where you see the ghost cat demon and it kind of has a cut of her with a full cat head? Yes. Like a weird puppety cat yeah. head. Yes. Like very briefly, right? It's almost, you know, like furry-esque. It's like yeah. full-on full on cat head. Yeah, yeah. And like, like black cat claws and stuff not mm. not the back and echo classic style it's a full-on 
cat woman now Mm, very very brief but that also appears later as well but you're right yeah it's but as you said the print is so shit you kind of like so hard to tell squinting your eyes Mm. to try and figure out what you're actually looking at you can only really make out the eyes right Mm. yeah but it's quite quite an odd shot (laughs) yeah good one though so then from the pond right Mm. um hugh Mm. the I mean, we thought that she had been killed, but mm. she walks out yeah. from the demon pond. Hugh's body comes rising out of the Black Cat Lake, and the the shaman's body kind of walks out of her body. Yeah. So it's like this double kind of cross like footage mm-hmm. where one body leaves the other body, and the shaman basically has taken control of Hugh's body, mm. but is putting her spirit inside of it. To take revenge for the both of them. Yeah, yeah. Double whammy. Basically. So she tells her... (laughs) So so dumb. (laughs) Yeah, double whammy. Classic double whammy. So she tells her all of this before sinking back into the pond. Mm. So now... So so it's basically... Hugh is alive and well, but her body... I wouldn't say she's well. (laughs) Ah, She's not dead. (laughs) Better than dead. Better than dead. And But her body is possessed by the spirit of the shaman. Mm. And, and then so she kind of just passes out on the bank of the lake. And from here, the town is once again, not town, the village, mm. is up in arms. They don't know what's going on. Word is... <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Word gets Mace around. Dead. The bride's been murdered. Hugh's body gets discovered. The, the rich guy, the, the king of the village, he's angry at the goon for not killing her properly and lying to him. It's a mess. The town is up in arms. He seems very... Like, this was another thing that confused me. I didn't realize May was dead. Mm. Like, the the rich girl was dead. Yeah. Because no one seems to really give that much of a fuck. Like, That's the dad's right. more angry at the Wartman for not for not killing yeah. Hugh. He's like, fucking hell. Now my, my daughter's dead. He doesn't really care. Like, yeah. He's kind of like, oh, whatever. He's more concerned about the money he paid to the goon. Yeah. Yeah. It's, You're right. It was very confusing. The May's story kind of just ends there and never yeah, really gets dead. mentioned That's it. again. She didn't really, she didn't deserve that. She wasn't aware of the plan, right? The plan. She, I don't know. Yeah. Like the, that, yeah, the dad's dodgy plan. Maybe not. She's happy. So, Cheese got his, his lovely ride back, Hugh, who we like. May, the brat, she's dead. So, bollocks to her. He um, he nurses the sick Hugh back to health. Kind somewhat, of. Somewhat. Kind still, of. She looks very much dead. She she's kind of remains pale. in an unconscious state, right? Mm. Uh, but he, he's, he's, he's happy. He's all right. He's happy. He's done well. So, so, so basically, so, hang on. He, he was going to marry Hugh... She disappeared. Yeah. He married someone else. She died. Yeah. And then... Now Hugh's back. Hugh's back, but she's a, kind she's of unconscious. A and a demon. <laughs> she's a bloody cat. <laughs> she's a cat. Oh, gee. <laughs> but he's, he's kind of gone through it, hasn't he? Yeah, he's he's had it rough. Oh, gee. That's hunk life for you. Oh. Hunk of the village, you know. You got to pay the price to be the hunk of the village. No envy here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, the, the father and mother of May are very spooked. They're like, fuck, what's going on? Like, our daughter's being killed. We're in trouble. Mm. Like, they seem much more concerned about themselves than the fact that, <laughs> that, that their daughter has, has just been killed. And yeah, the pond starts bubbling again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure there's some cat meows here. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, the, yeah, Hugh 
is possessed again. Mm. And uh, yeah, she wakes up and she's all kind of, she's gone all pale mm. and frightening. And at this point, I was like, fuck, Hugh looks a lot like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't just me that thought that. I was thinking that. And yeah. then Tana walked in in this scene and she's like, fuck, is that Michael Jackson? <laughs> no it might be like the way that she's lit from underneath yeah. with the pale makeup. Mm. Uh, yeah, she has a very Michael Jackson look. I thought her design was awesome. I it mean, is it, very it's cool. so simple, but the way it's lit and it's got the really long black hair, mm. the long white gown, uh, mm. pale skin. It's just really cool in this. This is one of actually. So I said the uh, the May getting killed from underneath was my favorite bit. I forgot about this scene coming okay. up because this is actually my favorite bit. Go for it. Uh, so yeah, ghost cat Hugh. <laughs> is wandering about the town. There's some guards around, I guess, protecting mm. the mother and father. One of them gets scared by a chicken, which I found quite funny. Uh, and they, they're killed by by her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very quickly killed off. But then we get this awesome shot <sighs> of her long black hair mm. kind of moving through the village, yes. like on the ground, like possessed hair. Oh, yes. And it goes into where the father is, mm. sort of underneath the door, mm-hmm. and then starts to to attack and suffocate him but i was like fuck that's really cool it it feels really ahead of its time that kind of Mm. spooky ghost hair kind of thing it feels like i always associate that with like late 90s early 2000 j horror right sort of stuff Mm. i wonder if this is have you ever seen that this kind of thing in in any other films from before this something from 1980 no yeah so i was like wow this is a a very you kind of preempting something that's gonna Mm. be a thing like 20 years later in japanese cinema yeah Yeah, that that was really cool but yeah the the hair starts to kind of homes in on him yeah homes in on him starts to uh, attack him and we also as she's attacking him we get this shot where the shaman's face is like superimposed over mm. her as well and it's in that kind of red mm. lighting again mm-hmm. thought that was that was really cool as well the mother wakes up too she's also attacked uh by oh, yeah. Hugh. yep and that's it they're dead that attack so, so going back to the hair yeah, yeah. i that, so that's cool. also my favorite scene the way it kind of like squeezes through the cracks of the mm. doors and you get those like bird's eye shots of it kind of homing in around the the guy from all directions mm. like i said it looked absolutely amazing very cool and yeah death by hair and that's when great. he's all kind of like entangled he can't move he's kind of essentially drowning in hair mm. and you get that shot of it kind of panning across the floor and then up to hugh as it's like still attached to yeah. her head it's oh, genuinely it's, creepy it as is. well. It, you know, this, there's not much in this film that's genuinely genuinely creepy, but that bit really was. Mm. Yeah, it was really cool. And then when the mum gets killed as well, so she, she's like in her room or whatever, there's spooky shenanigans going on. She looks up and there's like a cat in the rafters. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. when she looks up again, it's the shaman and she kind of drops down from above. Mm. And that's that's a great shot. Mm, mm, mm. That's cool. It's great. It's like she kind of drops down directly kind of onto the camera mm. and yeah, pounces onto the mum. Yeah. Uh, screams ahoy. Lots going on. Meows ahoy. That's him. <laughs> Cats. Human screams and cat screams. Oh, yeah. Together at last. Yeah, I'm, I, I 100% agree with you. That, that is the best scene. So good. It's so yeah. beautifully done and creepy. Q wakes up, but she's still kind of drowsy. Mm. She's got some muddy feet going on. Mm. But when you, when you mentioned about how, like, the faces are, like, uh, you got uh, Hugh's face superimposed onto the shaman's body yeah, shaman, or vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get a bit of that. That was, like, that was where a lot of my confusion came on on first viewing because I didn't know 
I, di- I didn't know the faces of each character yeah. enough to be able to tell who was yeah, Hugh yeah. and Hugh was who was the shaman. It's confusing because we're introduced to people so quickly mm. and the print is awful. So mm. it is quite hard to tell people apart. Yeah. Um, especially when it's happening so quickly as well. These sort of quick flashes. But yeah, the, the town, the village... Again, is in an absolute panic. <laughs> just move the, out. There's yeah, so yeah, much going on. I gotta get the fuck out of here. And uh, yeah, Cheese mate the uh, second hunk of the village. Oh, Kuo. Kuo. Oh, is that his name? Kuo Lei. Kuo. All right, Kuo. Kuo. Kuo the hunk. Kuo the hunk says uh, there's clearly a curse <laughs> yeah. going on against you, Chi. Mm. Something's going on. Then it's nighttime again. And this scene, honestly, it was, like, too dark for me to even know what was going on. We, we're seeing something, but mm. I, I couldn't tell you what was happening. Is this with um, the Mole Man? Not Mole Just Man. Just before Mole, that. Mole, we, Mole. Yeah, Mole Man. <laughs> yeah, we do see uh, what Man again, and he's, like, talking to his wife, who's not the freckle woman. I don't know. Oh, dude, this... Uh- yeah, it's great. I had no idea what was going so on. This, I, I laugh my ass off at this. So basically, like you said, the village is in a panic. The goon wart man is kind of sneaking around. He's got some fucking headdress on for some reason. Yeah. Or yeah he's so he's in disguise. I don't know. And he goes to his, I think, mistress's home, knocks on the door, and he's trying to get inside. And she's like, no, what are you doing? Anyway, they hear a cat meow, and she dies immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Did you hear I, she just falls over. Yeah, I. I, I what happened? It's like, there's a meow, and she's just like, Ugh! yeah, she like collapses. Yeah. And I swear she falls into a grave as well. It's like a perfectly like cut out like rectangular plot of land which she just oh, collapses God. into. But the way she falls is it's like so stiff. Yeah, like, just, I, I was so confused by what, what happened. I thought he had pushed her over or something. Oh, my God. The meow so kills she just her. A, she just has a heart attack on yeah. the spot or something. And just falls over. He runs off. Once we get, we get the crazy wind blowing, it blows him down to the ground. Uh, and then things kind of seem calm for a while. He goes to walk off. And then the, the witch kind of flops down from the top of the screen upside down flops down I can only describe it as yeah, flop yeah. or hangs down like upside down I like flops down grabs him by the neck and flies up into the top of the tree mm. which is an awesome scene as well because we get yeah. that kind of wide shot of this man his legs are flailing the shaman is upside down holding his neck and they both zoom up into the sky together mm. that's a pretty awesome shot yeah it's cool so she carries up into the tree they're both in a tree Warman's fucked I think he's done. He's done. What's done? But second hunk of the village, Kuo Wei. Is that what he's called? I thought Kuo. Kuo Wei. Let's just call him second hunk of the village. Second hunk of the village stumbles across this because mm. he's on a night stroll for some yeah. reason. Well, he's a hunk, you know. Hunk's got to get out every now and then. Stretch the legs, maintain that body. Mm. It's probably, if he walks around during the day, all the ladies of the village would get too excited. So he probably does that for a bit of alone time. <laughs> a bit of alone time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is a hard life being a hunk. It sure is. So so he stumbles across this. Um, then the shaman, Bakaneko lady, which jumps down. And then we get this awesome mm. cat claw versus sword yeah, fight. Yeah, that was cool. He ends up, he stabs her. And she's just like, whatever, pulls out the saw. She's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. So, like, she's kind of flipping around, running up trees, jumping here, off here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. He keeps trying to stab her, mm. and but she just avoids them all. Uh, it's it's pretty 
pretty good, uh, pretty well choreographed scene. Like I said, he stabs her. She pulls out the sword, jumps and flips for days. And I think she stabs him back. Mm, yeah, she yeah she stabs him and strangles him as well, right? Oh. She's making a mess of him. But yeah, then we hear a, a cock crowing, right? That's, yeah. Announcing that. It's it's <laughs> daytime. It's day. Yeah. I think I think that's what I heard. Right. It seems to be implying that daylight is on the way. Mm. So the ghost demon Hugh kind of stops killing the second hunk, kind of midway through. Can can they only come out at night? Is that a I thing? I guess so. Yeah. Well, is that a thing? Yeah, that would make sense. I, I guess. Yeah. I just it never occurred to me yeah and so and then she she goes back to the home sort of like kind of in a trance right oh that and makes li- that makes sense yeah, 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 yeah yeah so so hugh's back in the bed no longer possessed i guess because it's morning time and then second hunk of the village comes sort of half dead mm-hmm. over to see chi and he's telling telling chi like your your fiance hugh she she's the cat demon and uh you gotta kill that wicked spirit yeah 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 <laughs> He's not having any of it, though, yeah. isn't he? He's smitten. Yeah. And then he dies. Yeah. Not Chi, second hunk. Whoa, second hunk of the village dies. In many ways, he was the best hunk of the village. We like you. He, he was always looking out for Chi. Mm. He was a nice guy. Underrated hunk. Yeah. But he manages to mutter his last words. Mm. Kill Hugh. Kill Hugh. Yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> dead. But mm. Chi's a bit useless, isn't he? So once again, we get the spirit of the shaman rising from the body of Hugh, kind of goes floating off into the village, mm. and Chi does a terrible job of trying to kill Hugh. Yeah, he sort of goes to it, goes to do it, and he just he can't bring himself to do it. It's the love of his life. I know, and he's been through so much. Yeah. Come like, on. she's just come back from the dead, and now he's got to kill her again. Yeah. He's, yeah. I, I, I get it. I, I get I, it, Chi. Chi, I get I get it. So then the, the sinister old man from the start, right? Oh, yeah. So he, he shows up again. The cat eater. <laughs> and he's like, finally, the duel I've been waiting for. <laughs> the duel with a cat. <laughs> Whenever he said that, I was just imagining him literally having a duel with just a normal house cat. I mean, there was plenty of that going on already yeah. in this film. Yeah. So that's it. So he knows how to save her. He knows what's happened. He says, she's been cursed by the cat. Um, and they, him and she set out a plan to save her. So they seal the room shut with these kind of sacred talismans and the old man is inside next to her whilst doing some chanting with this mm. with this rosemary. She's right? all like tied up. Like, yeah, she's bound, bound, yeah. Mm. And she is outside kind of just waiting for I don't know what. He's just outside. Yeah, he's not allowed in. He's having a break. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> having a sig. <laughs> and the old man says like, whatever you hear, don't come in. Mm. You know, you can't trust what she says. Yeah. Classic uh, exorcism move, you know? Mm. It's a very... I really like this scene as well, actually, because mm. Hugh is just, like, freaking out, like, as this, you mm. know, old man's chanting all this stuff. <laughs> and her bound wrists and mm. feet are all, like, bloodied up because she's trying to kind of get out of them the whole time, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. And this whole scene is a massive build. Mm. So you've got the guy chanting, you've got uh, Hugh screaming, you've got Chi pacing back and forth, 
the music is that really cool sci-fi mm. and mm. all the while the lake is kind of bubbling and getting more volatile with its like bubbles and smoke and stuff the fog comes creeping in and then the ghost shaman witch lady appears and she's come for Hugh but she can't get into the uh the building because yeah. of the talismans right so she's calling out to Hugh to open the door but now Hugh's like coughing up blood screaming but it also kind of seems like she she kind of likes it <laughs> really did you not get that no there, there are some scenes where it seems like she's kind of like like tormenting the old man through her laughter she's mm. clearly kind of screaming and like in pain but there seems to be like some kind of like smirking going on okay. there as well yeah, maybe that was that. just my uh I don't you're know. a sick interpretation maybe <laughs> cats are meowing oh cats <laughs> going are wild Idiot Chi, like a fucking moron, doesn't listen to the old man, rips off the talismans from the door. Wow, what a like moron. Like an idiot. Absolute twit. Twit. <laughs> Absolute twit. Absolute twit. <laughs> and immediately she turns into the cat monster, mm. takes out the old man, flips up into the tree. Yeah, the old man, I assume he gets killed, right? My note is like... She kills the old man, question mark, because it happened so quickly. Mm. I, I don't really know what, she, what happened. She doesn't kill him because mm. we get a very uh, brief scene oh, after that yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah. I forgot about that where he he's explaining the rosary yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so she flips up into the tree and she runs in to, to the old man, not after his wife. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and takes the sacred rosemary off of him and chases the witch into the forest. And mm. that's the last we see of the old man. Maybe he's dead. Maybe he's not. Maybe he just goes back to his hut to, to eat finish. more cats. <laughs> Cook a few more cats. <laughs> and this is where we get the uh, the showdown between Chi and the shaman, back and neck or cat lady. Yeah. Which is fucking nuts because essentially it turns into like a kung fu movie yeah yeah it's pretty wild <laughs> there is so many flips and jumps in this scene it's insane we haven't seen this many flips since metal days <laughs> <laughs> so chi keeps trying to bloody stab her she's flip flopping all over the place yeah. <laughs> <laughs> climbs up a tree with her mad cat claws jumps down again does another little flip Flippity flops over there. Yeah. <laughs> She's running after her like a madman. Can't land a hit on her to save his life. <laughs> it's great. And then we get that kind of reveal shot now of her with these massive cat-like teeth, mm. which look like they're like dollar store vampire yeah. teeth. <laughs> they're sort of yeah, like half hanging out. Yeah. You know, you can see your normal teeth behind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then she... she turns into the black cat mm. right, and attacks Chi. Yeah. And that's when he manages to get the rosaries, not around her, but around the cat, right? Yeah. Which is her, because she's turned into the cat, if, yeah. I, if I could make sense of that. Yeah. <laughs> there are lots of shots of her just changing form. Yeah. So you'll get her in the Bakaneko form, yeah. like flippity-flopping around. And then we'll just get a shot of a house cat flying around. Yeah. And then she changes it into the actual giant 
monster cat. Yeah, yeah. It's it's between those three things. Yeah, baffling. It's not like a, a sequential, like sequential. <laughs> it's all over. The it's just, just keep going back and forth. Um, somehow he gets the sacred rosemary on the uh, on the cat, mm. lobs him up into the air, and. Now she's back in human form, powerless with the rosemary on her. She stabs her, mad, smoky, psychedelic madness going on. Like, it's just chaos. Yeah. It's chaos. And there's so much smoke. Everything is completely engulfed in smoke. She's screaming. Cats are meowing. This this was the bit that upset me the most. Okay. Because, like, you... I think, like, the cat flinging around stuff, mm. like, that's the more obvious, like... Mm cat torture stuff yeah. but like this bit there was that shot of the cat and he's like bound up on something and because because they're cutting between her sort of screaming and yeah. with smoke everywhere but they also cut to the cat and there's like smoke all around mm. the cat and the look of like panic on right. that cat's face really stressed me like it was so distressing to watch and that to me upset me even more than the cat flinging stuff because it felt like i'm like what the fuck are they doing to mm. that cat off camera because it's just like sort of on its face with all the smoke coming up and i i found that awful i didn't even notice that i I was like i i think i noticed it more the second time watching it through Mm. because like first time as you say it's like so fast all the cutting Mm. but yeah that that was not right that for me it seemed like because it was a cat i mean yeah it was engulfed in smoke there's a cat with the 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 rosemary kind of necklace on and it Mm. looked like it was kind of just like chewing it it kind of mm. had it in its mouth, and it was kind of like some. Sometimes it this does, cat. and then other shots, it just like looked like wide-eyed, pure terror. Like mm. it, it was pretty awful. Yeah, All right. Did not enjoy that. No, but yeah, it's it's absolute fucking chaos. This it, last it is, and it's so long and so much yeah. screaming and meowing and smoke and mm. and the eyes and the mouth of the cat are like illuminated in red. Mm. It's got these awesome red filters. Mm. Um, it is a long scene. Of just not really much apart from screaming and smoke. And then they explode! Yeah. They explode, Dave! Yeah. They blow up! <laughs> Madness. And then Chi wakes up. The body of Hugh is dead on the floor with his sword in her chest. The the mad wind comes blowing mm. back in. Uh, really blows her cool into shot. A, yeah, blows her into a skeleton. Just erodes her body away into mm. nothing. And yeah, it's like first skeleton and yeah. then nothing, right? Yeah. yeah. And then just like, <laughs> the abrupt end. This is like the end. <laughs> just like <laughs> pops onto the screen so so like abruptly. I, I love it, like because you got you got the music through that scene, and it's kind of just like quite calm music, like yeah, wrapping up music. And then there's a short like pause, and it's like boom, and it's like yeah. end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very erupt. Yeah. Um and that's it. That's that's the that's, that's the film. That's it. No yeah. end credits. <sighs> what a what a film, huh? What a film. Hmm. Uh like I mean, like we spoke about the the clear cruelty that went on in this film is horrible and it definitely takes the fun out of the viewing. Hmm. But um that aside I thought this was a great movie mm. and really enjoyable. And the way mm. they, they pulled off a lot of the effects and the style, the stylistic choices with the heavy filters and the weird, like, like coming out of each other's bodies, I thought was awesome. I mm. love that shit. Yeah, it's a hard one to judge because I think, like, 
say like red spell spells mm. red that film we talked about that being quite a deeply evil film mm. so all of the animal stuff in that while horrible kind mm. of feels part of this evil fucking mm. nightmare film whereas this film is like a very silly film it's like a mm. silly ghost cat film yeah. and then the animal stuff is just so jarringly awful mm. Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't really know how I feel about this film because I like you. I liked all of that stuff, but mm. yeah, the the animal stuff. It just like from that quite early scene yeah. just really left such a bad taste that I was like struggling to enjoy anything else because mm. I, I was just so pissed off mm. after that scene. So yeah, I don't know. But there are like great moments in this like the hair bit mm. is really fucking amazing and the bit with the uh with may getting killed from underneath the floorboards oh yeah those two scenes are absolutely amazing so i feel like my recommendation for this film would be just flick through to those two <laughs> scenes and just watch them because yeah. there's so much, there's also so much nonsense in this film, yeah. like all the Wartman stuff, <laughs> like, like it, it's so, it's got a lot, for a film that's only like 80 something minutes yeah. long, it's got a lot of filler It well. does, it does. Mm. But yeah. yeah. I, I don't know, I mean, I, I'm not that familiar with the back Neko genre itself. I've not seen that many titles to be able to put this mm. somewhere like, you know, rank wise. Yeah. But um, I'm sure there are better back in oh, Echo definitely, films. yeah. <laughs> but that being said, I didn't think this was a bad one. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's it's still got... It's got great elements if you ignore the horrible mm. shit in it. It's also kind of interesting to see a back in Echo film that's not Japanese yeah. as well. Because it does have all of the same tropes that mm. the Japanese ones have. Yeah. But... It doesn't feel like a Japanese film at all, no. which makes it quite interesting to see those in a in a different mm. lens, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Not that we know where it's from, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> wherever it might be from. Yeah, <laughs> I think like of course, yeah. That the with the cat stuff um, in mind, this is a hard one to recommend. Mm. But not only that, one of the big problems that come from this is the terrible quality yeah, of awful. the only available print. So. This is the only available print uh, with English subtitles. As you said before, it's completely cut off. So not only is the print terrible, you're not getting all the information. Not only that, it appears to have been re-edited mm. at some point. So there's a lot of kind of jarring cuts. And it appears that these cuts appear when there is like a kill or maybe some nudity. Like when the, the shamans mm. offer one of the village men. You don't ever really see any sex scenes. And even though we do get the kills, there's never anything too graphic. But when I notice there is like a jarring scene, it seems to be around those areas. So I'm wondering if the original was more graphic, more uh, with more sex scenes, etc. Hmm. That just got cut out for this Mandarin sure. home video release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with that in mind, it's difficult to recommend this film <laughs> but i did enjoy it mm. it's and also I, very easy to find mm. it's just on youtube right? yeah but yeah. i really hope that it, it does get re-released um it probably won't i don't think it will because at least another uh, print surface yeah you know i think it's it's a, it's a good enough film to to warrant a better cut being available mm. Mm. i can't really see that happening because it, it's just it obviously has quite a 
demented uh, production history. Mm. So I imagine it would be quite hard to like source a print. Mm. And also I think the added element of the horrible cat stuff, I think would put off a lot of companies and rightly so from releasing it. Mm. I'm sure it's in like copyright hell with everyone yeah, involved. Yeah, fuck Can who? Imagine? That would be the other thing, right? Yeah, yeah. like three different countries involved <laughs> yeah. with its production, three different directors, about a billion different release dates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Fucking hell. <laughs> God. Oh well. So, what do you say for the old wrongometer, Dave? Mm, the wrongometer. How wrong the film is. How much it shouldn't exist. How fucked it is. <sighs> I am going to go for, I'm going to say a six, because mm. it's honestly not too wildly different from other mm. Bakaneko films I've seen. And the only thing that really ramps up how fucked it is, is the cat cruelty mm. stuff, yeah. which I don't really want to give it too many points for, because <laughs> it's just like, that's just fucked. And yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. So yeah, I'm going to go for a six. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna go six as well. I was thinking to do like a five because you said like thematically the only really wrong thing is is the cats being flung around. But um, I think the production history that is is just gives that it, adds a, to it. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm gonna give it a six just because of how fucking messy yeah. this was um, production wise. So yeah, that's me. We'll give it a six, six two sixes. Nice. So, what we got planned for next time, David? Okay, next time we've got a very special oh, episode. Yeah. But next week, we're talking about Limbo. Limbo. From 1999. Cool. Directed by Tina Kraus. Cool. I'm not sure if you know who that is. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard of her. You've heard the name, yeah. I can't pinpoint her, though. Well, she's going to be on next, oh. next episode. So, I've already recorded... A massively long interview. Oh with wow, her. we got a guest. Yeah, kind of like a. How do you? How? Yeah, it's just gonna be clips of her talking, like mm. we did for the Bucks party. Cool. So nice. But um, yeah, I talked to her last week, and it was fucking great. So got a lot of. It might be quite a long episode, All right. even though the movie's only fifty minutes long. Oh, okay, that'll balance out then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, next time Limbo uh, from nineteen ninety nine. If you want to watch it before we uh, before you listen to the episode. It is very easily available. Mm. It's out on Blu-ray, so you should grab that Blu-ray. It's a really good Blu-ray as well. Uh, yeah, so that's what we're doing. Limbo. There you go, Limbo. So with Tina Kraus. With Tina Kraus. Oh yeah. So as as always, please follow us on Twitter at SMSW Podcast, and if you want, you can send us an email at showmesomethingwrong at gmail and leave us a review. Just leave us a review. Go to Apple Podcasts. Leave Dude. us a review. Only five stars. Just kind, kind <laughs> reviews. And please, please, please don't forget to send us a picture of your favourite bowl. Oh, yeah. If you have a bowl fetish. Looking, looking forward to all those bowl looking picks. Send us the bowls. Bowl picks. <laughs> 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 <laughs>